Hello everyone and hello Miles. What's up Jason? Today we are at the all new The Palm Coffee Bar. They just opened up a few days ago and are already becoming a Burbank hotspot. And it's right next to the Magnolia Boulevard Triad. Will they become part of the rotation? We'll see. <laughs> Miles <laughs> is about to tell us. And this is another edition of Coffee Cafe. Welcome! We are two work-from-home dads who for over a year have been getting together once a week to find the best coffee around. It's our meeting at the water cooler, a chance to have some great coffee and conversation. But Jason... Yes, Miles? There's rules. Rules? Oh, please tell us what the rules are, Miles. Cannot be a national chain and it's got to serve more than just drip coffee. Alright, that's rule number one. It's got to be in the Burbank or surrounding areas. That's number two. And also, number three, we, we can only visit the coffee shop once per year on official business. That's, However, yes. we all know we go to these places all the time. <laughs> but just not, not together. On official, that's right. Not on official business. We that's right. families. We sneak away by ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. And we pick their best brew and decide if it's worthy. And then we share what we discover with you. It's an inside look to coffee houses you've probably never heard of and some you have. So you can go out and try the best in town. What to get? Which to avoid? So, Miles, please tell us where we are today. Jason, we're at the Palm Coffee Bar, 2922 West Magnolia in Burbank. Opens at 7 a.m. Yeah. It just opened this past weekend. Yeah, pretty cool. Brand new. Congratulations. Yes, it is a new spot, just a little bit east of the uh, Magnolia Triad. Ah, the Magnolia the Triad. The Magnolia Triad. Yeah. You know, we had already done our shows about the, the three coffee shops in the Triad. Now we've got a fourth one. Yeah, right what there. are you going to do? I mean, you have had the triad for so long, and now this fourth one, is it become, what's it become? Well, you know, I looked up what the next thing beyond triad is for four, yeah. and it's a tetrad. A tetrad. But I think we'll just leave the triad, and then right. we can, uh, and the palm can be its own thing. Well, it, I think so far, it's it deserves to be its own thing. Yeah, I agree. I also don't want to go back and change the names on all the other <laughs> previous shows. Yeah, that would be tough. So we've got, like, you know, Porto's on one end, and we've yeah. got the palm on the other end. Yeah, and that's the true. triad's in the middle. Okay, that's fair. I like it. All right, so tell us about the palm coffee bar. The Palm Coffee Bar, it's a cool little spot, walk-in spot, where, you know, there, there's not like, there's no seating or anything, but Yeah, they... it, you walk in and it has a lot of impact when you walk in. Yeah. It's just the design, the feel, it, it feels very homey. It feels homey, light. You can tell they put a lot of attention into the detail of this place, both with the coffee and with just the interior design. Yeah, let's it. talk about well, the coffee. It's Equator Coffee. Uh, they are uh, out of San Francisco. They've been there for a long time. And what I understand from Equator Coffee is they're uh, a high-impact coffee company focused on sustainability and social responsibility. They, we, they were one of the first to work directly with the farmers. Yeah, that's right. And, you know, when I went in, the, the barista who was making the coffee, Ben, was uh, putting a lot of attention to detail on even, you know, just making the drinks. He had tasting notes on there from when he went in and, you know, he would take the beans and uh, find the right grind and the right uh, brew time. He writes the tasting notes so we can see like what flavors are, are brought out no that particular so day he, because the beans change, you know, day to day and how long they've been. Uh, that's a, that's you know. really unique because I mean, uh, typically the barista comes into there and they just brew their coffee. Whatever happens, happens. But for someone to spend the time to get it right, that's right. every bean that they're using at, at different times of the bean's life, so to speak, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And not only that, 
miles, they serve um, uh, the Mighty Leaf Tea here, which is a pretty popular tea. And they have baked goods, which they order directly from Pichum, which is uh, a French bakery that delivers their baked goods here fresh every morning. And Jason, what does Pichum mean in French? Well, let me tell you, Miles. <laughs> it means kiddo. Uh, so, you know, hey, kiddo, come here, you know, when you're talking to your kids. So it's perfect. So, and yeah, and so we also got to meet uh, Ben and Joanna, who are the owners of this place, and they live in this neighborhood. And they gave us a rundown of, of how they started the place and how they got involved with Equator Coffee. They're just, they're just uh, very uh, lovely individuals. Yeah, and Ben brought over a, uh, a particular drink from, uh, that, that's popular in Australia that you tried this oh, morning. Oh, yeah, you? that's a great point. And let, this brings us to what we've we'll ordered today. call that today. a segue, Jason. Yes, that's a very good segue, <laughs> Let's talk about that. Uh, ben gave me the suggestion of trying the flat white. And this is uh, something that you don't find in most coffee shops because it's an Australian coffee drink uh, where it's the uh, coffee and milk, but they make it so that you really taste the coffee more than the milk. And let me tell you, Miles, I ordered it. And uh, when I took my first sip, it blew me away. I, I could mean, tell the drink was all over your uh, your jacket. <laughs> well, yeah, it kind of spilled a little bit too. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yes, it really was something unique and spectacular that I highly recommend to everyone. What did you get? I got a just a, a drip coffee. It was the Equator uh, Mocha Roast, and um, you could really taste the mocha that was in the drink. Oh. You know, I think, uh, you know, Ben works at bringing out the flavors of a particular bean. Really good. It was a medium roast, but you could really taste, you know, the, the mocha that was in there and, and some of the different flavors. Yeah, I got a little taste of it and uh, you can really taste the different notes within the bean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's so unique and just really good uh, coffee. Just straight up. I love it. Yeah, no, me too. Yeah, so, I mean, this is a great little spot. Oh, you know what else I got? They have these, it was it was like a little test tube of uh of coffee that is like instant coffee that i'm gonna try this right afternoon. yeah that's pretty cool i mean have a having a coffee in the test tube ready to go one for <laughs> i mean why not just gonna have it in my jacket and <laughs> if, it, if i need to bring it out and break it then i will <laughs> in case of an emergency break here and there's always an emergency <laughs> so let's uh, talk about other things while we enjoy this uh, uh equator coffee uh, how was your week this week Week's good. You know, I started thinking this week, Jason. Oh, did you? Stuff you related. started thinking this week? Oh, no, stop the presses. <laughs> I know. And then I stopped. <laughs> you know, the kids put together these playlists. Do your, does your kid have a playlist? No, no, not yet. No, we mm. haven't got to that point. Oh, well, they, you know, they hear songs on the radio yeah. or I play songs for them and they ask me to add them to the playlist. And I start thinking how much control a parent has over the songs and the music that their kid's going to like. Huh. And I started thinking this early back, you know, when they were really young and they had, they would ask for songs on there that I just didn't approve of. Uh, like, you know, there might be some Britney Spears I just want to listen to over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I started thinking, what is this doing to their brains on the inside having to listen to Britney Spears? Well, you were thinking a lot, but go ahead. No, I know. But, you know, part of it was that like parent of the first kid jitters and then part of it was just kind of funny like uh -huh. you know am I like rewiring their <laughs> their circuits <laughs> but uh my uh my middle kid who tends to be like have tons of energy yeah. and will just cause a tornado all day uh -huh. I've told him that like classical music makes you smarter oh and he is latched on to that Partly I told them that because I want them to listen to something relaxing when they go to sleep right. and not like Britney Spears. But. <laughs> yeah. 
yes. he's latched onto it. So it's just tornado all day long, and then he lays down in bed and he just demands classical music. That's fantastic. It is. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I mean, come on. My other kids aren't biting yet on that, but no? you know. Have you noticed a difference when he listens to classical music? Does he re instantly relax? The next day. Yeah, no. <laughs> any at any moment. No, it is a little funny though. It's a, it feels a little like Silence of the Lambs to have this, this craziness happening and then like classical music goes on to go to sleep with. Well, is it really mainly because you just don't want to listen to Britney Spears? Part of it's that. <laughs> part of it. Part of it, I feel like as a parent, it's our, our, it's our duty to yeah. impart, you know, some good musical taste. That's true. You're Objectively right. good musical yeah, taste on yeah, a kid. Yeah. yeah I, I, I try to do the same. My boy's pretty. Uh, eclectic when it comes out he actually his favorite uh, along the lines of your son is uh, john williams he loves john williams and what do you mean who's that star wars he, miles oh, just oh, say oh. miles just like who's that <laughs> he was like looking at me crazy like what the heck you don't know john williams i thought you i thought you meant he was like some class i guess he is classical <laughs> <laughs> Oh my heart! Oh, Be still, man, I just my lost beating heart. So much credibility. Oh, that's it, Miles. It's over, buddy. I think this show's about done now. I should have known. I should have gone first to Star Wars. Always go first to Star Wars. Always to Star Wars. Yes. Well, with him, he's a he's a huge John Williams fan, and and he'll listen to that all day long. And he knows. Well, all I wonder the where he got that from. I don't know. I, do. <laughs> I think we answered that question. Speaking of my son, um, we had uh, we had another day off. Uh, of course. Yeah, President's Day, right? Yeah, we decided, or should I say, my wife encouraged me to take him to uh, Universal Studios because we have season passes and things like that. And and we had a great time. You know, I'm not a big fan of the park, but uh, because of the lines, you know, I love the parks themselves, but the lines are, ugh, they just take forever for, you know, you're in the line for 45 minutes to go on a ride that's one minute long. It's it's fun. Anyhow, uh, with this time, because it wasn't a huge holiday, the lines were pretty easy, so we went on one ride, his favorite ride, which is the Transformer ride, eight times, Miles, eight times. That ride's pretty intense. Too. He loves it. He won't go on Harry Potter because it's scary. He won't go on The Mummy because it's scary, but Transformers, he's all in. Mm. Eight times, all in. Uh, we were in line for Waterworld, and all of a sudden, of course, I had all day, Daddy, I gotta go to the bathroom. So I'm like, oh man, if we get out of line here, we're, we're in trouble. So he says, uh, I can do it by myself. <laughs> well, the bathroom, I can, uh -oh. in line, I can see the bathroom. It's, you know, it's, it's right over there. You know, it's just about uh, 50, maybe 100 feet away from so us. You can see it. You got a line of sight. I got a line of sight. But there are, there are crowds in the way. So I'm like, all right, anxiety builds. But I know that it's time for him to be able to do these kind of things. He, you know, responsibility. It's a rite of passage hey, for no American sense. children yes. to be able to <laughs> run to the bathroom. <laughs> In some cultures, they'll send them out to fight lions. Yeah, they'll send them to the bathroom to go pee by themselves in an amusement park. That's right. So I said, okay, all right, here's what I want you to do. Uh, you're going to go straight there. I'll watch you. It'll be fine. So he's, he's on his way. He has no fear. He doesn't care. Me, dad, I'm just a little anxious, but I'm watching. And what are you I'm worried watching. about? I'm, well, you know, that I he's not going to come back. Well, maybe he's like, well, I'm out. See you later. I'm going to back on the ride. No, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just being dad. I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned because a lot of people a that people, he's going to get lost. Exactly right, right. right. And so I watch him, and he gets to the bathroom. I think because there were people <laughs> crossing, and I'm, I'm still a little nervous. 
finally he came back, I was fine. <laughs> but I had this major anxiety. You don't have that? Does that not happen to you? No, it does. When the kids get lost and I notice, then I get the anxiety. <laughs> Where are they? <laughs> Usually someone just brings them back without me even noticing really? that they were gone. Wow. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> I mean, sometimes, right. sure. I've been at a park yeah. watching one of the other kids' baseball games and yeah. have a parent come over with a three-year-old. Is this kid anybody's kid? <laughs> so you have no anxiety is what you're saying. No, I do. I, when they get lost, yeah. yeah. I, I could see how you could have some anxiety yeah, in that Well, I mean, sure. it's, it's, I, I'm trying to get over it. It's something that uh, I, I'm working on because he is getting older and I, and I need to let go a little more. But, you know, it's just nice to know that other people feel the same way. Obviously, your kid could get lost and you may not even notice. <laughs> but you have three of them, so what's just one kid, Maybe right? we can talk next week how our kids would do in a Lord of the Flies type situation. <laughs> Let's not find out. So yeah, that was pretty much it for me uh, at this, this last week. Well, congrats on the success. Thank you very much. It sounds like you both grew inside. I think so. You know, he's he a, branched out. Yeah. You have more confidence in him. That's true. Bathroom I, trips will never be the same for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> it will never be the same. So we're still here at the Palm Coffee Bar enjoying our drinks. Uh, Miles, this is the time in the show where we rate our coffees from a scale of one to ten. You had the drip. What do you think? You know, this is high quality. I'll, I can give this a nine. I don't know. Whoa, I, knocking it out of uh, the ballpark. It's good. It's good. I mean, you know, the attention to detail at this place is, uh, is, is fantastic. A nine. All right. Well, I, I had the flat white, which, again, is more a, a popular in Australia. Uh, and uh, they serve it here because Ben is Australian and he brought it with him. I suppose, <laughs> you know, it's tough for me uh, because it is a milk drink with coffee, but because of that and the flavors that I got of it, I I'm going to give this a 10. A 10? A 10. I, you know, I know that is, what? the scales are now. <laughs> Not that I disagree, I'm just, no, you know, I, I, the, the I, bar has um, been set is that, what you're saying. Pretty much. Right. I, uh, for a milk, a coffee and milk drink to be as flavorful as this, uh, I don't know if they're putting something in the coffee, but yeah, it, is, no, it, was good, it is over sure. the top I'm just good. afraid of giving 10s. You know? I know. I don't like to give 10s, but it's the first time that I actually stopped drinking because it was just so amazing. Um, I wanted to take it all in. And uh, kudos to them for being brand new and uh, um, having this kind of quality coffee. Do yourself a favor if you're listening to this, and I hope you still are. Uh, <laughs> do yourself a favor and come over to this place and try the flat white try their brew it is um something that will surprise you how good it is and the people here are wonderful it's a great place to come if you're in the area looking for coffee but even if you're not uh, it's so good you should drive out of the way to come to the palm coffee bar so there you have it. Miles gave it a nine and I'm breaking the scale. I gave it a flat out 10. Yeah. It's not that I can pick out anything that was wrong with that cup of coffee I just drank, but you know, you just got to reserve the 10. Uh, no, no. I'm a 10 phobe. Dude. Got to reserve it for when, <laughs> you know. Sure. I, I don't understand. know what I'm reserving it for. But it's okay. No, it's. No, no, no. It's phenomenal coffee. It's phenomenal coffee. And uh, congratulations again to Joanna and Ben for opening up this place. We thank you so much for opening up this place. And uh, that's pretty much what we have to say about the Palm Coffee Bar in Burbank. We hope you enjoyed our coffee podcast. And if you did, please subscribe and share this with your friends too. And if you can, review us on iTunes. 
If you have any questions or even an idea for the show, let us know. And you can always hit us up on Facebook and Instagram as Coffee Cafe Podcast. A big shout out to Nicholas Mikic for helping us with the sound on our show. Thanks again for listening. And remember that we're here to hunt for the best coffee around so you don't have to. Until next week, enjoy the brew. Later, Jason. See you, Miles.